Hello, my intelligent people. My name is Don Bingham, and you are listening to the Big Money Podcast, where every episode we will do our very best to motivate and convince you to be intelligent with your finances. Hey, everybody. Welcome back. I've got a super fun topic in store for you guys today, and that is ATMs. And ATMs are actually second in my four-step plan to building wealth, first being stock market investing, and that's what I talked about in my last episode. And stocks are a perfect way to build up a little bit of finances to actually be able to get your foot in the door in the ATM industry. And a lot of people don't really think about ATMs or like who's making the money from ATMs or anything about it. They just get their money out and pay a little fee and are done with it. But ATMs are actually a really, really solid way of making passive income without having to make a substantial investment. Like real estate investing, for example, you put a 50,000 down payment on a house in Tennessee and then you're making an extra couple thousand a month in passive income forever from that point forward but it's a big barrier to entry you got to spend that fifty thousand dollar on the down payment however with ATMs it's not a big barrier to entry ATMs cost around two thousand dollars for an entry-level ATM and then you need about two thousand dollars in cash flow to keep the ATM filled up for every one ATM that you have so that's 4000 total for one ATM, and if you put that in a good location, you can make anywhere from 500 to $750 a month off of just that one ATM. So it's a really interesting topic that I've been thinking about a lot in the last six months or so. I actually started an ATM company. It's called Green ATMs, and um, I think it's something that everyone should at least put a little bit of thought toward. In the back of your head as you're going about your day, you can be thinking about like does this is this a location that I think would benefit from an ATM and like you can get creative with it like for example strip clubs for example charge crazy premiums for their ATM fees like $10 $15 for one transaction fee and those ATMs are raking in five ten thousand dollars a month minimum at times and a really interesting location that I've been thinking about and actually starting to pursue is having an ATM in a marijuana dispensary and that's, I know that kind of limits to my listeners to California, Oregon, Washington, Colorado, and wherever. But it is a very interesting um, <clears throat> path that you can take in the ATM industry because um, after doing some calculations, I've come to the conclusion that um, an ATM and a dispensary will generate around five to $7,000 a month in passive income. So... Uh, let's just get right down into it. The um, There's a couple of things you do need to know before getting into the ATM industry that are very important that if you don't think about could um, screw you and uh, cost you a lot of money in the future. So I'm just going to try and go over a few of those just so that you guys have a little background before you dive in. So first of all, you don't get 100% of the fee. So let's say you're charging $3 or $2.95 for your fee. Um, you're going to keep most likely about $2 out of that. So you're going to have to pay around $0.75 cents to a dollar, depending on location, to the actual storefront or the owner of the location that you're putting an ATM in, which you will always have to do unless you own that location. And then you're also going to have to pay some ATM processing fees. And that's just like the bank or other institution that fills out all your paperwork um, of all of the purchases and the debits from your ATM. So there's no getting around that, but you can save money on that by going with a smaller institution. And um, yeah, so that's the, that's the most important part, or that's something that a lot of people don't think about when they're getting into ATMs. They don't think about how they're going to have to actually give away 
um, part of each transaction to different people, but that is how it is, but it's not a big deal. You're still keeping $2 for every transaction. And if you have a good location, you're still getting like 10 to 15 customers every day. And then that's still um, like 30 to 60 or so dollars every single day, even after giving away money to the owner and the processor. So um, you also, you're gonna wanna make sure that your ATM is 3DES compliant. And that's something that I um, figured out after doing a decent amount of research. But it's very important because if they're not 3DES compliant, they're actually not legal. And what that means is 3DES compliant means that it has a device inside the ATM that keeps people from stealing your card information. And a lot of older ATMs, like early 2000s, even late 2000s ATMs don't have this. And it was becoming a problem and people were stealing other people's information using the ATM reader. So modern ATMs have this um, 3DS compliant feature so that that isn't an option. So just make sure you look out for that if you're buying a used ATM or an older ATM, which definitely are out there, by the way. You can find a, easily find a $1,000 ATM that is 3DS compliant. And if you know how to do the labor, which isn't difficult, I, a friend, a buddy of mine who actually owns 30 ATMs, he does all his own labor. He's not like a mechanic. He's not anything. He just, as long as you, he says, as long as you know how to read instructions, you can pretty much fix anything wrong with ATM. So it's just food for thought. But anyway, um, what I'm doing is I'm putting five ATMs in smoke shops, bars, liquor stores, and one ATM in a marijuana dispensary. And then I'm actually starting out with putting two ATMs in um, a, few, a music festival, one in Orange County, one in um, San Francisco, because I have a couple connections with um, event planners. And so just based on my plan here, my first location, which are going to be the smoke shops, bars, and liquor stores, are, I plan on having around six visitors per day on average, which is low, but you're not always going to have a home run location, so I'm just averaging out at six visitors per day. And at six visitors per day, $2 profit per um, customer times 30 days a month times the six ATMs I want to own in that area or in those um, locations. That's about $2,160 every month just from those that location one, smoke shops, bars, and liquor stores. And then location two in the marijuana dispensary. I'm being very conservative with my estimates, um, and I plan on having around 30 visitors a day my ATM processing fee there will be about 50 cents because it's going to have a lot of foot traffic. And the more foot traffic, the more you're going to pay in processing fees due to the high volume. So I will give $1 of the transaction to the dispensary in this situation because dispensaries typically own their own ATMs. So if I find a dispensary that's willing to let me own it, they are going to want a decent amount of that fee. So that leaves me with about $1.50 per transaction. So at 30 visitors a day times $1.50 profit per transaction times 30 days a month, that's about $1,350 a month. And keep in mind, that's from one ATM in one dispensary as opposed to the six ATMs in the, uh, or as opposed to the five ATMs in my first example. And then um, the music festival ATMs are kind of going about a whole, whole different plan. How they are is I'm going to charge $100 a day for rental for a typical three-day festival. So that's going to be $300 in rental costs or rental um, revenue from each weekend that the festival comes around. And then I'm also going to um, only take $1 per transaction so that the festival still makes most of the money 
so that I can convince them to actually put the ATM in their festival. So and I um, project to have about 750 to 1,250 users per weekend. So that's three days for the festival times $100 per day plus $1,000 is about $1,300 profit per weekend per festival. So if I can get a couple festivals each month, that's a decent amount. That's about um, $2,600 every month in profit from that. So my nine ATMs total cost of investment is $18,000. Total cash necessary is $36,000 to keep all the ATMs full of cash. And then my net monthly profit is about $4,810. My net profit per year is $57,720. So as you can see, immediately paying back that initial investment first year making almost three times my initial investment 3.8 months is about the exact time that it will take to gain back that total eight thousand eighteen thousand dollar investment however keep in mind that you're not just immediately going out and buying nine atms all at once you're starting with that first location in a smoke shop a bar or a liquor store and then if that's successful you're moving on to your second and then your third fourth fifth so on until you're at nine and then these are the numbers once you're at nine so I'm sorry, I just I just told you a lot. Let that sink in. I'm actually going to – I uh, made a little plan for you guys, kind of like my PDF plan of how to make money during the next recession, and I'm actually going to put that on my Facebook page. So if you want to see it, just um, go to my Facebook page. The link is in my um, description of this podcast. Okay, so now I just kind of want to give you guys some um, numbers to get you really interested and motivated on this because you really should be. So let's say you're averaging a little under seven um, visitors to your ATM every day. So I'm just going to read out these numbers if that's your average and you're charging the 2.95 fee, but you're keeping about $2 profit per user. So if you have 10 ATMs, you're bringing in about $4,000 a month in passive income. All you have to do is either refill the ATMs yourself or hire a company like Dunbar to do so. If you have 50 ATMs, that's $20,000 a month in passive income. If you have 100 ATMs, when we're really getting up there, that's $40,000 a month in passive income. Okay, that's significant. And let's just say if you just kept going and this is just your passion, you're trying to build an ATM empire and you have 1,000 ATMs, you're bringing in about $400,000 a month in profit. Right? These are some serious numbers, and this is something that anyone can do. You don't even need a college degree. You don't even need to have graduated high school. All you need is that initial um, investment money, which is about $4,000 for one ATM total, and you just build up from there. And um, so now, just to make it even more accessible, I want to give you guys some location ideas. And these are the ones that I've thought of and that I've been talking to and actually have proven to be pretty good locations. The first place that I've been thinking of is a third-party car title establishment. And this is a place you go. If you don't want to go to the DMV and you're you're on a budget and you're trying to save money, you go to one of these places to register your car. But a lot of these places actually charge you a 3% fee if you use a card, and the location doesn't even get the fee. The fee goes straight to the California government. But if you pay in cash, you do not have to pay that fee. So, a lot. Another thing is the federal limit for ATM withdrawal is about two hundred dollars per transaction. So, if you go to one of these third-party car title places and your bill, let's say it's a thousand dollars, you're gonna have to make five separate transactions in that ATM 
to actually get your thousand dollars out but if you do that you're still saving more money than if you were to actually pay with your card and pay that three percent fee so that means for each single ATM customer you're actually making five times what you would make per usual ATM customer so you'd make ten dollars per transaction per customer so that's significant and then as I already spoke about, dispensary is another place. Smoke shop, I already spoke about it. Another great place. Because a lot of smoke shops, they actually um, will not charge you tax if you use cash. And on a bunch of bigger ticket items, it actually makes a lot of sense to pay that $3 fee instead of paying the um, tax. So um, anyway, another one is a tow yard. For example, my brother, I think a few months ago, got his car towed. And at the tow lot, they actually didn't take debit or credit card. They only took cash but they did not have an ATM and he had to drive to a bank and get money and come back. But if you did have an ATM, generally it costs more than $200 to get your car from a tow yard, unfortunately, but that means they're going to have to make more than one transaction. So that means about $6 per or about $4 profit per customer, which is great. And then as I already spoke about festivals as well, and then bars, same thing. I already spoke about it. But another really good one is actually apartment complexes. And this is a big thing because a lot of apartment complexes don't actually have ATMs. And in lower income areas, a lot of people actually use ATMs often. So if you find an apartment complex with like a, even a 40 unit or 100 unit apartment complex in a lower income area, it is most likely a home run. You could even go through and... Um, survey people knock on doors ask them if there was an atm do you think they'd use it and like how many times they would use it a month and you can kind of prove your market but that's a really good idea because you could actually contract with those real estate developers who own that apartment complex and then get it in multiple apartment complexes and then you're signing big deals so those are just a few of my initial ideas that i can help you guys out with but this is one of the industries that takes a little bit of creativity and that's honestly a bigger barrier to entry than the actual money that you have to pay so definitely keep that in mind you're going to have to be creative it's not hard to be creative you don't even have to actively be creative you can just be going about your day with an atm in the back of your head thinking would this be a good place for an atm you can what i do is when i see somewhere that does have an atm i usually speak to them and then speak to the owner of the place or whoever's working there and ask them if they own the atm or if not how much do they make from the atm is it a profitable location i just try and gauge how good that location is so that i can figure out where the best place to put an atm would be for me so anyone can do this it's it's not difficult most people make enough money to put this money aside to do this and it actually gives you an opportunity to really build up your wealth so you can get into more big ticket passive income items like the real estate or like a franchise or like what my next episodes will be about so i hope this piqued your interest and i'm sorry that i have a very monotone voice and i don't make this super interesting but i'm doing my best and i think the content is there so if you have any feedback for me or any advice on how I can make this more fun for the typical person, because this is what I'm passionate about. So I, I don't need a lot of like flamboyancy or anything to make it fun for me. But let me know what you guys think that I should add to make it a little more interesting. And I'll try and incorporate that. But anyway, like I said, go to my Facebook page. Links in my podcast description if you want to see this ATM plan that I've built. And then, um, yeah. I'm excited. Next week, I'm going to be talking about um, 
real estate investing, which is no doubt my favorite topic and has the potential to make you the most money. So um, tune back in. Thanks for listening. Have a good one, you guys.